listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. Studios. You're listening to the Paragon of Broadcasting Excellence. The Lance Day Radio Network comes to you live from Nashville, Tennessee. I am your host, James Lewis III, and it is always a pleasure to be broadcasting coast-to-coast on our radio affiliates around the country and, of course, on Lance Day Plus. Bumping a little bit of Tribe Called Quest, Butter. We're celebrating hip-hop's 50th anniversary the, the next few weeks. I'm going to be doing a lot of hip-hop interviews. Rampage is going to be coming in. Low in Theory was was really the first album of, of my lifetime that became the soundtrack of, of my life. This came out, I was in the eighth grade. And it really just blew my mind. I, I, had, I had had a few hip-hop albums. I, I didn't grow up in a household where you could listen to, to secular music. I grew up in a very strict Christian household. Father is a pastor. Grandfather was a pastor. And we were very conservative. The first exposure that I had to to hip hop was on Power ninety nine when when we lived in Trenton. I could pick up Power ninety nine, which is a big Philly station, and they would play hip hop music. Even then, they were mostly R and B, mostly Michael Jackson and and stuff like that. Keith Sweat, but. During the summer, specifically at night, they they had the kiss it or diss it, and they would play they play all the the hottest hip hop bangers. And I heard Big Daddy Kane ain't no half stepping. And it's like ten o'clock. I got my radio up to my ear. I'm not even supposed to be up that late. But I heard Big Daddy Kane ain't no half stepping, and then I saw the video on YoMTV TV Raps, and he's in the ring. He has the 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 jewelry on. The big gold rope, the four-finger ring. These beautiful women flanking him. And I was like, yo, I want to be just like Big Daddy Kane when I grow up. This this guy is the man. The way he puts words together, the swag, the drip. I didn't know what swag and drip was. I was only nine years old. But Big Daddy Kane got me in to hip-hop. And then my first hip-hop album that I actually purchased, this is a tape, because I knew I couldn't get anything with a lot of cussing in it. Was Heavy D and the Boys, Big Time. That's the album with, with Girls the Girls They Love Me and and uh, and You Ain't Heard Nothing Yet. Heavy D was, was an amazing star in his day. Big man, 6'3", 6'4", 300 pounds, but could dance. Could do the splits. His albums were very well produced. He was working with, with, with Sean Puffy Combs. As he was working his way up through, through the ranks and before he discovered Biggie. But A Tribe Called Quest, Low End Theory, that, that was the first album that I had on repeat, meaning that that thing was on my ears 24-7. There, there are no skips on that album. You listen to the entire album from Excursions to Scenario. I was a big fan of Leaders of the New School. I watched all their videos. I, I, everything, everything about Q-Tip and Fife, I just, that was just the best music ever to me. I'm in the seventh grade. By now I'm living in Columbus, Ohio. 
and I'm in the seventh grade and low in theory, I just wore that tape out over and over and over and over again. And then I got into Mecca and the Soul, Soul Brother. That was a huge album for me getting into Pete Rock. And I always loved the, the production. These guys had bars, but quite frankly, I was too young to understand what the hell they were talking about. I didn't know nothing about any of that stuff. I was a little kid. But I knew that Ron Carter was amazing. I knew that the production that Q-Tip had on, on Low and Theory, I was only like 12, 13 years old, but I knew, I knew that was fire. I knew that Pete Rock was a genius. Even as a 13-year-old, I was like, this guy, whoever put this stuff together is brilliant. And that's how I became a, a hip-hop fan, and, and hip-hop has had a major part in my life, in, in our lives. And the thing that's dope about hip-hop that I love the most, and, and I've talked about this on the show, people, people that invented hip-hop music in the South Bronx, the DJs, these are not people that had formal music training. I mean, Dr. Dre, I don't think that Dr. Dre had a, a formal pianist teaching him. Puffy. I don't think these guys had, I don't think that any of these guys went to Juilliard and learned how to read and write music. It's just an ear for music. It's just talent. People that grew up in Queensbridge, there are no, there are no baby grand pianos in, in the Queensbridge projects. And people are, are barely struggling to survive. People living off of food stamps and welfare and working minimum wage jobs just to make ends meet. But there's a hunger, there's a thirst, there's a fire that people in that genre had. They wanted to make it happen. So you, Q-Tip talks about back in the day they would make pause tapes. And you, had, you basically would take, you had the big boom box, and one side of the boom box plays, the other side records, and, and you would basically loop music that you recorded from the radio or that you recorded from a record, or, or somehow you, you got a beat, you got a sample, and you would loop it, and you would create these pause tapes where you do the four bar and loop it over and loop it over. Again, that's just amazing. Nobody taught anyone how to do that. It was just instinct. And hip-hop's been such a, a huge part of, of my life and a part of this show. It's really been a soundtrack for, for my existence, and... I'm not I'm not in my 50s so I wasn't around when hip hop was born. But I've seen it I've seen it come up from when I was a youngin, you're talking about the Eric B and Rakim days, the Fresh Prince days, the Big Daddy Kane days. Chuck D, Public Enemy. And from from where it was when I was a little kid, getting into the supergroups, the NWAs, the Tribe Called Quest, the De Laws, the Native Tongues, and then getting to that next level with Biggie and Nas where it went real hardcore and street, and then getting into Outkast and expanding beyond the East Coast and West Coast, but into the South, into Chicago, seeing what Kanye West has done. Man, it's just dope, man. It's, it's very inspirational. Rampage, a part of this show. I talked to him about, about what Flip Mode's brought to the table. And there's so much flavor. There's, there's so much talent. There's so much culture in hip-hop. And it's great to see it celebrated on its 50th anniversary. Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Lance Chain Radio Network. Hey, 
James Lewis, a.k.a. the Paragon of Broadcasting Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Healthcare Media, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street, host of the Lance J Radio Network. Listen to me troll Tennessee Titans and Tennessee Volunteers fans every day this fall live on our Cashville affiliate WVOL, the Mighty 147, at 12 p.m. Monday through Fridays. That's during your lunch break. You're probably in line at Chick-fil-A right now getting an eight-count nuggets with Polynesian sauce. You could be listening to the Lanch Day Radio Network, and if you can't listen live, you can always catch the podcast version on Lanch Day Plus, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your streaming content. And Doug. What do we always say, son? Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance. They only pay for what you need. That's my boy. And you get out there and you make us proud, huh? Stay off the freeways. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 liberty. James Lewis. Don't ask me for any GoFundMe stuff. Don't, don't, if you're not, if you're not, you know if you're my family, if you're my people, if we're crew, if your kids are are my godkids, my my nieces, my nephews, then that's different. But if I don't know you like that, don't ask me for money. If you Just because you went to church with me, don't ask me for money. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. I'm talking about you tools that are out there trying to raise money so your kids can go to Spain for the summer or Australia. Or you're trying to send your kid to, to some type of basketball camp so they can work on their broke three-pointer. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. At Jersey Mike's, they slice your order fresh right in front of you. And let me tell you, watching that can send a rush of emotions through a person. Excitement, impatience, baby-like wonder, indecisive, anticipatory chewing, nervous pacing, happy claps, and finally, jealousy. Because that's this guy's sub. I should order one. Good idea. Sliced right in front of you. It's a Jersey Mike's thing. A sub above. 